Good afternoon. Welcome to the Captain's Corner. It's a cold, snowy day here in uh, Buffalo. The snow is back, but the uh, the good thing is the weather tomorrow goes 40, 50s into the 60s for the next few days after today. So you just got to get through uh, today. Like I say, it's windy and snowy. But March, Buffalo, we understand that. <clears throat> China, China's getting more involved in the COVID war along with the um, uh, Ukrainian and Russian war. China's becoming more, uh, taking more of a stance now. They're worried about the uh, Taiwan and already given shooting warnings over to us. Putin's shooting warning over to us. Uh, but we'll talk about that after we go through our, our border, um, the Keystone Pipeline, the inflation, violence and crime, Afghanistan, and those are just a few things that we come out with every day to remind the people that what is going on and what is not going on, and that's what's not going on. Nobody's paying attention to China. The border is the same. The pipeline is they're talking every day about it, but now they tell you it never did any good anyway. Violence and crime in America, it just never ceases. <laughs> I guess we're going to just settle in to just accept it, I guess, because that's kind of what it sounds like. Afghanistan... There is no um, there is no uh, movement on there except for heroes in our country who are trying to get the people out and off the thing. So, <clears throat> okay, let's let's go in, in right into the uh, Russia Ukraine war. Uh, it's been a couple of days now, and the um, the war gets worse and worse. They're closer and closer, which is what we've been hearing for weeks and weeks. Um, same old situation. They need they need weapons. They need airplanes. They need uh, not not necessarily bodies, but they definitely need uh, some help with the uh, the artillery and stuff. Weapons that can can stall and hold back the uh, the Russians. I, I I don't know at this point in time how really smart this all turns out to be. They begin now to go door to door, and one of our heroes, local heroes. Uh, was on TV the other day in his job when he was in the service. And he, by the way, was uh, David Bellavia was a Medal of Honor, Honor winner. And he was giving, you know, the situation, about what he had to do and how they would go from building to building and how hard that could be. And, uh, you know, you don't know who's going to be behind any door at any time. So the Russians leave a lot to be desired. And every day they're, to, to me, they're, lose, they're losing this here war, if you want to call it a full-blazed war, they're losing. So you really don't know when, when a loser, uh, when a victor uh, for a war uh, should be the victor, and he's not the victor, um, he's liable to do anything, and, and you don't know. They're accusing the Americans of now working with um, different countries with uh, chemical weapons. You know, it's absurd. Uh, who's the leader of the band is China. China. China's already warning us, I told you, about Taiwan earlier. And if we do anything over there, we're going to have to answer to China. So it seems to me this administration is always answering to somebody. Yeah, they're always answering to somebody. So, and, and I don't know, when, when he comes on there, he blames everything on Putin, he blames everything on the war, but he forgets everything back home. That, that's how he deflects everything. You know, people tell him about inflation. They tell him about the high cost of everything. And he deflects everything, blaming everything on the, on the Russians. 
and that's why that's why the gas prices are up, all the foods up. Um, and, and he, let, let me tell you something, he is one treacherous human being, and he has outsmarted this whole group. I, I'm still thinking about NATO and the UN, 90 countries, you know, total for all uh, that we have against them. And it seems to me whenever Russia says something, the whole 90 of them all jump in the air and they kind of go back and deflect back to the Americans. The Poland, the, the Poland had the planes and they bring the planes to Germany. Germany's got the planes and want somebody to come and pick them up and fly them into uh, the Ukraine. Now, who else but us is, is capable of even doing that? What are, what are these other countries in NATO and the UN, what are they capable of doing? They couldn't just do this here? We're warning, uh, Biden warns them every day that it's going to be the beginning of World War III. If in fact they do the, um, uh, they give the planes to uh, uh, to the Ukraine. But in the in the meantime, supposedly all these countries, including us, are, are bringing them weapons. Uh, and if you're at war with a country and you're bringing weapons to destroy, I, I, I tell you, there's certain things in this whole war that I can't understand, and I've mentioned it a couple of times. So I don't know, well, you know, I, I don't know the story. I really don't. And I'm starting to wonder about what what the true feeling is with the American people and the Ukrainians too. So I, I want to see what, what the, what's going to happen down the road in a couple of more days because they are now getting in position to take over uh, the, the Kyiv. And let's see. And unfortunately, there's a ton of people over there. All the buildings and all the people are there. And what's going to happen could be catastrophic. Yeah, it could be the whole country. But now I, I'm, I'm backing up a little bit, and I, and I have to say, um, what is he looking to do? I, I, the more I look at this and the more I kind of look at the map and every day they explain everything, and every day they explain and how he took over this and he's taking over that and how the army's moving here, the army's moving there. The convoy finally has started to move, and it's, it's, it's scattered. It's scattered all over. So they must have had a plan in mind. And for the love of me, how do you spend those days and days and nights with no food and no fuel? And I didn't understand it. They had to fire up their trucks to keep heat on because it's freezing over there. So uh, a part of the story to me is I, I, I just I can't put it all together. But now if he's taking such a beating over there, even though he doesn't tell his people that, his people think he's over on some kind of a crusade to make Russia bigger and stronger, and in the meantime, he's committing all the war crimes, which is uh, war crimes that are atrocities. So when, when you talk about them and you, and you hear about them, and then not only do you talk and hear about them, you watch them. You watch them. So what are these so-called investigations into these war crimes? Where do they go? What, what, what kind of an effect do they have? I, I hardly seem to me that they're going to go into the Ukraine or they're going to go into Russia and they're going to go and get Putin and they're going to get Putin, and they're going to arrest them. I, I can't see that, and I don't know if anybody does either, but uh, it's it's going to be interesting, you know, what transpires from there. I, it's supposedly China's a little upset with uh, with Russia because it's taken them so long, but um, now there's a bombing in, in uh, Iraq to, I, I think, the American embassy. All the American, everybody's okay. Supposedly it came from Iran. Now, these are the people who we're, we're trying to negotiate a deal with, uh, along with our partner in this, believe it or not, is uh, Russia. 
and our partner. And, and here we are, and you know, just just taking all these threats and all these warnings from him and doing nothing, nothing about him. So, uh, this what as this thing begins to unfold, you know, more and more, uh, it, the more this administration to me is in bed with all these people. This guy and his administration, and even from the old administration, Obama, Kerry, and Rice, that whole crew, along with their their vice president, this this feeble president that we have now, uh, they they never were wartime uh, administrations. They always, you know, they were always they they lead from behind is what they do. They they, they set up red lines and people cross them, go home, they do nothing. And so we definitely showed a, a big weakness when we evacuated the uh, um, <coughs> the Afghanistan and the way we went about it and, and who was the person who called over. Now, d d tell me this here, just to flash back into Afghanistan. Here's your president of the United States. Okay, now we're going to evacuate Afghanistan. Now, where he had this, this so-called deadlines by set by somebody and he had to hurry up and get out uh, of uh, out of Afghanistan, and, and this is what he's telling everybody: his so-called generals and the Secretary of State and Defense supposedly met with him, and they all advised him not to do what he was doing. So what does he do? He goes ahead and he does it anyway. He, he removes all of the soldiers first of all, is what he did. Okay, common sense would tell you, you know, if if you're looking to now leave the, the country and you want to, you don't want to occupy it anymore, be there. And, okay, that's all well and good. It's, there, there was no problem with that. It's the way you did it and who you left behind. You left the, the, all these Americans and all this equipment, billions of dollars worth of, of weaponry that you left for the terrorists. So now you're getting hit from Afghanistan, Iran, Russia, and China. Okay? Well, you're supposed to be part of the big four. Well, you're like the little three in basketball. That's that's what you are. You're, you're not part of the big four anymore. You've lost a lot of respect. You, you, you show so much weakness. I don't think you really know what to do. Your, your old tough talk, you know, I'll, I'll get you behind the school and, and I'll take care of you. Well, let me tell you something. I don't know what school you'd be behind, but I, I don't think you'd come out in one piece. I could tell you that. So, but it, these are things that we get tired of, tired of listening to, the things that he's doing and the blame. He never takes, this administration never takes blame for anything that's gone wrong. They always find somebody, whether it's the Republican, most of the times it's Trump, and, and now it's Putin and it's Russia, but he never comes out. He doesn't say too much about China, though. Yeah, he doesn't say too much about China. And just to get us back to the Ukraine, not, you know, not too long ago, that their whole administration was all, they were crooked. If you remember, and we touched on this a little bit the other day, when his son was supposedly getting, uh, I don't know how many thousands of dollars a month from this, this Ukrainian president or whatever he was, and the family was all involved because they even have testimony that the money had to go to a Papa Joe. Yeah, he had to get his fair share along with the brother, and I'm sure along with Obama. There's no way Obama has his hands cleaned of this whole fiasco that they went through. Yeah, and sometimes i got to believe that he must really be sick because he never knows when this guy's mind is going to snap and he's going to tell, tell all. 
but we're still waiting for the investigation with the son, who could have, should, could have, and should have certainly been in jail by now. But the, these are these ongoing uh, investigations, and again, money uh, is the root of all evil, so they say, right? So if you've got enough money, you can get your way out of anything. Flashback to um, to our boy O.J. Simpson. Uh, they put him broke, but if you've got enough money, they can get you off initially. And that's the situation over here. You know, the, the, the mega bucks that you're talking about that, that, that he has and he got through um, uh, through China and through the Ukraine are just, uh, they, they've got to be astronomical. And it's hard to believe that there's no sharp Republicans that can seek out or search to find out where this money is. I, I, I am astounded. Trump, they knew how to find out everything. They, they turned over every stone, every rock, Every building that they could, they didn't have any problems. Only, only the Republicans on the other side. You got a, you got a few senators that you know are, are speaking up because they'll be running for office pretty soon, and they want to make some points and stuff. But the, the, this guy, he's lucky. I could tell you that he definitely is a lucky guy. And by luck, uh, what I mean is, uh, this whole thing in nine months, by nine months, could all be turned around, and it could all be in his fa his favor. And definitely with the the crew of people that he has behind him, and this this fifty percent of the population, although I thought that was a little bit less now because of people waking up and you know all you gotta do is go to the store for gas or food and stuff, and you know who's the cause of that that you like to know well, it's Russia, you know it's okay, what's Russia well let's hurry up and get this war over with okay, we'll try our best to do that so um. All right, uh, I'll be back on tomorrow um, to talk about uh, what transpired over the weekend regarding the Ukrainian war and some of the new things that have taken place. So for right now, let's just go, <coughs> let's do a little bit of off the cuff with the captain. Uh, you know, I've been talking for weeks about uh, the guests coming on. So we've got um, our first guest is, is this here week, and we where we have already zeroed in on a date. Uh, our first date is the entertainment end of this year. We're going to have actually it's it's going to be my my granddaughter. I, I think most of you know that or figured it out by now. Uh, she's going to come on to us and she's going to talk about her career, where it started, how it started, uh, her being in college now and her being in the theater and her doing shows and stuff. And it's going to be very interesting. And uh, I'm going to watch it to listen because it's going. The whole show is going to be on the entertainment. Uh, I'll back that up. Uh, I'll, I'll start probably with that, and then we'll back into all of our uh, our up to date on the the war. But uh, let's first, because I don't I don't want to lose any any of our listeners because of they get tired of listening to the same old things uh, day in and day out. But you know that's actually how it happens. Same stuff day in and day out. But I'm sure you're going to get a kick about the uh, entertainment portion of it. And we may have a, another guest. We tried to get the gambling people on, but the gambling people who were here, um, our producer, like our producer, has gone off to uh, to bigger and better things. But Jim, we wish him all the luck in the world, and that's great for him. We can, we can't wait to see how successful he's going to be. And then the other uh, gambler, he's on his way to California. He has also has a job in California, a new job, and he, he's leaving us too. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of research it as much as I can on my side, 
and see if I can find somebody who actually uses FanDuel or uh, you know, all these other gambling sites and maybe get them to come in. But in the meantime, uh, we'll have uh, we'll have the entertainment segment this week uh, as early as Monday or Wednesday, it looks like. Uh, but I'll keep you posted right away. Now, shout out to a couple people I did it the other day. Uh, my good, good, better friend, good best friend, uh, Peter, had his uh, knee surgery the other day. Uh, and I told you it was like a miracle. He was in it early in the morning. He was home by lunchtime. And he already had his first round of rehab that day. But he said he saw, and I'm laughing because I know what he went through. I had the same thing done. And he said he suffered the worst pain that he's had the first night out. But I guess he's getting used to uh, his wife and him are getting used to how you take the pills and when you take the pills, so that you you know you get a little help anyway. And yeah, yeah he'll learn. He, he sounds and he sounded pretty good. So I just want to give a shout out to him. He knows we're always thinking about him. We'll catch up to him sometime this week too. Um, and then you know other friends. You know my sister Latrisa is having a uh, an awful awful time. Uh, these last uh, few weeks, and actually these last few days. And then my poor brother, he wound up with the, um, an ear infection. And he fought that off. He's okay now. But uh, it's it's tough. It's tough on their whole family. This is, you know, the battle's been going on for six years. Uh, so, we'd, again, we, we constantly pray for her and, and, and you know, want her to, uh, whatever, be comfortable and safe. And then when the Lord's ready, he'll... The old saying, you know, you don't go before and you don't go until. So that's kind of where we are. So, all right, I'm going to sign off. It's a little bit earlier this here day. This is a Sunday. Uh, we're we're going to cut the program a little short, and we're going to work on some of our uh, our other programs that we want to change and get into. So, okay, this is the captain. God bless our troops, and certainly God bless you. See ya. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to subscribe to the Captain's Corner, All one needs to do is go to the Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It is 100% free, and reviews are welcome. Thank you.